0: I'm Willow Aster, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with Allison Santos. We discuss how much music plays a huge role in her books, Caleb Drake and Yorkshire Tea. Hello Allison. Hello. How are you? Doing well, and I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to talk with you. I feel like we have so much in common that I didn't even know about till preparing for this podcast. I know. You're one of those people that I just feel like I know you, even though I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's creepy. Sorry. No, not at <laughs> all, because I have felt that way, too. I was like, usually I do like extensive notes and I really research, which I did for you but I felt like, oh, we're going to have plenty to talk about. It doesn't even matter if I write this down, <laughs> because <laughs> it's just going to be like talking to a friend. Oh, yeah. So... Limelight. That was the first book I read of yours. I didn't realize it was a series, which I normally always try to read in order, but I loved it. It was so poetic and so beautiful. It is part of a series, but you can actually read it as a standalone, so that's totally fine. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Like, I didn't feel like pieces were missing. And now, Haunted Melody, which comes out so soon. Yeah, actually, okay. So
1: it's fu- it's fine that it was those two because Limelight um just came out on audio this week, also. Oh, so, congratulations! Yeah, I know. I- I'm calling it my Haunted Heroes release week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we have a literal haunted hero, and we have a figurative haunted hero. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so- the audiobook is narrated by Zachary Weber, who, Ooh. oh my goodness, he just knocks it out of the park. It is That's incredible. So great. Yeah. So that one's about a haunted rocker, um, figuratively, mm-hmm. a, kind of a tortured soul, um, trying to come to terms with his demons. And then, yeah, Haunted Melody actually comes out. Um, this week also, um, we pushed the release date up a little bit to the 25th. On the same day as our podcast. Yeah, um, Haunted Melody is my first foray into paranormal. Yes. Um, But of course, it's still about a musician because that's what I know and love (laughs) to write about. So, um, yeah, so that's my literal
0: haunted, tortured hero. I'm so curious about what inspired this story. Uh, Yeah, so I
1: love ghost stories. I love ghost movies. Mm -hmm. I love reading ghost stories. I love Stephen King. I've read so many of his books, and I thought, well, why don't I write a ghost story if I love them so much? So, (laughs) of course, I wanted to write something a little bit different than the the typical ghost story. So, I started with a very basic premise of a little twist on the genre that I wanted to do, and then Mm -hmm. I just kind of let it go from there and see where it went, and... (laughs) You saw where it went. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, so great. Um, it, it, it's pretty twisty. It's, um, there's romance, there's suspense, there's some, a lot of twists and turns, but mostly
0: people are calling it hauntingly beautiful, so nice. I think that's a pretty good description of it. You have such an interesting viewpoint, and I would know, even without reading your bio or anything, that you are a musician <laughs> because you just feel how inside the music you are. Whether it's talking about playing or the song lyrics, it just, it's obvious. So I love that. And I'm, I'm wanting to know like, what do you play and how long have you been doing music and just whatever you want to tell me about that. Absolutely.
1: My, my only warning is, like I said, once I start talking about music, it's hard to turn me off. <laughs> <So> <laughs> feel free to cut me off if you need to. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on that because that is um, kind of the unique perspective that I have mm-hmm. to the genre uh, because I do, I come at the book's as a musician, mm. writing about musicians. So I do have a very insider view of the whole process of mm-hmm. playing and performing and all of that. Because um, I do, I've been doing music my whole life. I've been a musician since I was five. Even though I'm a rocker now, I'm actually a classically trained harpist.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I started harp lessons as a little girl and that's where all my training is.
0: Wow. You don't find many harpists anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. No, And
1: and if my harp teacher met me now, she would probably turn over in her grave. (laughs) (laughs) I am so the opposite of what you picture harpists to be. But yeah, that's my background. And actually on my YouTube channel, there are some videos of me playing. Not actual videos, but just on the channel there's some posts of me playing harp. So I don't play a whole lot anymore the harp. I've switched mostly to the more of the band environment.
0: Okay. So now
1: my primary instrument is keyboard. I play keys several times a month and that's mostly where i get my experience now mm. and i also kind of dabble in other instruments i like to play around with the guitar and i'm mm-hmm. like my current my current obsession is drums really <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm a little rhythmically challenged so i figured why not you know why not go to the stores yeah learn drums so maybe that'll help me everywhere else but keys is definitely my sweet spot and um, I love playing around. You, you get definitely get exposed to that in my books. Like I love playing around with um, all the technology that goes along with keyboards, mm-hmm. because now it's it's very um, computer based and technology based with the sounds and the plugins and all of that. So I love playing around with that stuff. I have an SSD drive that I use when I play. That um, has all my software on it, and it's worth more than my computer. <laughs> I, my husband, my, it drives him crazy because, like, I you won't spend twenty dollars on a pair of jeans, but you'll spend three hundred dollars on one sound. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Is he a musician too? No, no. Not at all. He
1: loves listening to music, but he's actually tone deaf. Really? Yes, and I learned the hard way. My whole family is musical, and we were at the beach, and it was his first like trip with the family after we had started dating and we were all singing this cheesy song and we all broke into this four-part harmony at the end I mean, <laughs> I know it's so lame yeah. but then we all looked at my husband at the same moment waiting for him to come in with that final harmony <laughs> he just came in I don't even know what note it was it probably wasn't a real note and that was the moment I was like all right <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> do I let him in my heart or no yeah we can- <laughs> make this work. (laughs) (laughs) When you're writing a song in a book, would you say you write the song to fit the story, or would you say the song comes first and inspires the story? That is
1: a very interesting question, because the answer is both. Mm -hmm. It totally depends on the book. In Night Shift's Black, which is probably my most famous book, the song actually inspired the book. So... Mm -hmm. That book came out of my own experience with depression and music and the relationship that those two things had in my life. Mm-hmm. And th- I wrote the song Readings from the Inside as part of my own journey and, and part of my own struggles. And so the book is that song in book form mm-hmm. and how oh. I perceive that. So that came out of the book. Whereas Limelight, the one you read, those all of those songs are written for the book. So... All of all of the lyrics that you find in all my books are original, but for that book, they were actually written as part of the story, and I always try to write the lyrics from the perspective of whoever the songwriter is in the book. So mm-hmm. all the lyrics are going to be different for each book, the, the the tone and the style, depending on who the character is that's writing those books. So when did writing books come into play? Well, I've always written for fun my entire life, even when I, you know, I still have some of those, you know, <laughs> spiral bound notebooks, yes. with, like the pencil, you can't even read it anymore. <laughs> you just read like little words here and there. Even when I was, you know, a child, that was all I did for fun was read and write, mm-hmm. read and write and music. Um, and so it's always just been just part of my own process of dealing with the world and dealing with undiagnosed depression mm-hmm. that I recognize now, but didn't at the time. Mm-hmm. That was my way of dealing with it. And so When I went through a particularly dark time a few years ago and came out of that, part of that healing process was writing that book, Night Shifts Black. Hmm. And after I finished it, I thought, you know, there might be other people who could relate to this and maybe get something out of this if Mm -hmm. I shared it. So I decided to share it and that's pretty much what started my career as an author. Then, then, yeah, it kind of happened by accident and people did relate to the story. And I, I've learned through that and really being open about my experience with anxiety and depression, how many people deal with that and how many mm-hmm. people struggle with that. And the more that we're open about it and the more that we bring it into the light, we take away some of its power.
0: It's good to talk about, I feel. And I'm glad that we are more now than ever before, especially with the creative people I feel like uh, it often goes hand in hand oh absolutely I mean
1: you see it in music you see it in 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 writing you see it in art I Mm -hmm. mean you see it everywhere and so it's just it's it's really it's really neat to be for me to be able to express it in music and in books and be able to combine them yeah you know I don't know if you've seen it but on my youtube channel there's also original songs from the series so we've taken some of the songs oh
0: wow yeah
1: from the series and you can actually go on my youtube channel and i think we have four of them now
0: that's so great yeah so in preparing for this i realized we both do the music at our church yes that's so cool (laughs) i wondered does your church know about it are they cool with it um Yeah. So I go to a
1: pretty large church. We have um, multiple styles of services. I play for the contemporary services. Mm -hmm. It's definitely interesting being in the music and in the writing world. Mm -hmm. In my books, even though I cross different genres, and I'm not very explicit about my faith Mm -hmm. in the books, I think you can see elements of it in the themes. All my books are about finding the light in the darkness. And I I try to incorporate elements of hope and forgiveness and compassion and, you know, but at the same time, I really want to explore what it is to be human Mm -hmm. in a very real way and um, the darkness that is out there in the world and it's darkness that I've experienced and that I struggle with all the time, you know, and my faith is a big part of that. And, you know, I try to put my faith um, not just in God, but also in others Mm -hmm. and in, in humans because I believe even though... You know, we have a tremendous capacity for evil. We also have a tremendous capacity for good. And I think you can find that good everywhere if you look for it. And I think we each have a responsibility to be part of that good. Mm -hmm. And so my books, you know, tend to explore that dynamic of the good and the evil and finding that light in the darkness.
0: I love it. And I love that it doesn't have to even be like this is a Christian book. Well, yeah. Yeah. I
1: think I think regardless of your faith, regardless of your background, regardless of where you live or, or anything about your, you know, we're all human and yep. we all share a common human experience that we can all relate to on a certain level. Yep. And I think if we strip back all those barriers and all those boundaries, we can all discover each other at that level and we need to start meeting each other at that level mm-hmm. and working together to believe in making things better. A common ground. <laughs> exactly. And I've seen it, you know, so many times in my life, you know. You know with with friends and family and loved ones and strangers. and you know, we're always meeting people that are different. Yeah. And, um, and there but there's always something that we can find where we can relate with each other. And I think it's important that we that we focus on those similarities.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> Go to beverage hot tea okay definitely definitely tea drinker what are your favorite teas this is a side note honestly
1: i just like plain black tea like and I discovered Yorkshire tea. My I have a friend in Yorkshire who sends it to me. Nice. Yeah, straight from England. And everyone makes fun of me because even when I play, like I always come with my little Ziploc bag of tea bags <laughs> because whatever they have at the coffee bar is not good enough for me. So.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, just my plain black breakfast blend with a splash of milk. Nice. That's, that's my go-to beverage.
0: Who is your favorite book boyfriend?
1: I feel like that's impossible to answer. This is supposed to be fast.
0: <laughs> I... I <laughs> I could think about that all day.
1: Um, <laughs> the last one that I have is the one I just finished yesterday, and it blew me away, and that was The Opportunist
0: oh, by
1: Taryn Fisher nice. and Caleb Drake. Caleb Drake
0: is a good one. Yeah.
1: I, I, he's the one haunting my brain right mm-hmm. now, so I'm going to have to go with that. Any writing rituals? Actually, I just started this, and it started with Haunted, is lighting a candle. Oh. I don't know what it is. I light that candle, and I can just get into that headspace. Mm. What have you eaten today? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I am notorious for being a terrible cook, and my poor children are alone with me this week, so they are the the benefactors of that. So, so far today, I have eaten a
0: bowl of frosted mini-wheats, and that's it. I used to crave those I haven't had them in so long They're
1: so perfect because they're so good and they're easy to eat Mm -hmm. and they're quick and they're filling (laughs) so you know they tied me over for a while till I have to figure out the eating thing again so they work well for me and my family Last movie you loved. The, the last two movies I watched were with my boys, <laughs> and I can't say I loved them. <laughs> but,
0: um, I know the feeling.
1: I, you know what? I have trouble finishing movies, actually. But I, I watch a lot of international mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. and, like, independent films and things like that. So I'd say the last one I've watched that I, that I enjoyed was Viva. Okay, yeah it was on it's on netflix do you have
0: any signings this year that we?
1: i do i do in june i'll be at black and gold in pittsburgh i'll be
0: at that too i know i'm so excited yeah
1: (laughs) and i'm also going to see you again in richmond twice in a month the girls are back in town and then i'll be at rare in london in september that's amazing yeah that's actually my second uk signing this year Wow. yeah so i can get i I can restock on my team that'll be good That'll be so fun It'll be good The Pittsburgh one's nice and close I'm a Pennsylvania girl Oh, are you? Yeah, that'll be the closest one that I've done so far Nice
0: I think it's time for us to sing a song Okay <laughs> so Normally I'd be
1: excited about that But <laughs> I have been sick since Thursday And I was hoping it would make me like have that sexy rock mask yeah. But it's definitely more of like the debate team president 30 <laughs> <laughs> congested thing. So I don't
0: know <laughs> Yeah, I've had a weird month of it where I just can't seem to get <laughs> well myself. But we can sound hoarse and scratchy and nasally together. <laughs> It'll be beautiful.
1: The worst <laughs> duet of all time.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking "Unchained Melody" for us.
1: Oh, perfect! Don't you There's think? A, that's that's actually on my um, the playlist for "Haunted Oh, Melody. is it? Um, and it's the boys. It's the boys' the Avenue. Um, cover that it's
0: so good I haven't heard that version I'll go listen after yeah definitely let's check that one out okay
1: (laughs) all right you pick the key
0: okay oh my love my my darling I've hungered for your touch touch a long only time And time goes by So slowly And time can do so much Are you still mine? <laughs> I need your love I need need your love, love. God God, speak your your love love to me. me. I think we might have picked the hardest Uh, song ever.
1: I'm pretty sure you picked the hardest song that exists. I'm so sorry. I'm getting kicked out of every musical event that I've ever been invited to. Yeah, me too. I need to spruce up my resume. We'll just have to start our own band
0: so we can just be okay with ourselves.
1: Can can we? Can we start a cover band? Yes, we should start a cover band. And we will not sing (laughs) this song. That'll be our thing. Let's see how many songs we can ruin.
0: In one set. <laughs> oh my goodness, hilarious! Oh well, <laughs> at least we know we sing pretty well at church.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe we're sparking interest. So maybe someone is so morbidly curious now that they're going to come
0: check us maybe out so. live and see see this for real and see it for themselves. Awesome! I like it. <laughs> Oh, thank you! (laughs) All right, well, thank you so much. (laughs) I'm so glad you did this with me today, and I just yeah, we're both sick. Hey, it's we'll blame it on mm -hmm. that.
1: We we would totally sing this song better at least if we weren't at least twelve percent better.
0: At least twelve (laughs) percent. We're
1: never gonna prove that twelve (laughs) percent. I'm just putting that out there right now. So. <laughs> oh. Don't ask us to sing this in Pittsburgh. No. It's not going to happen. It's a no.
0: It's a no right now. <laughs> uh, happy release week. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. so much for listening have a great week see you next time